Hey guys, it's Max Fun Drive Week. In addition to donating to keep the show going, you can also do something free to help us out. A five-star iTunes review. Like this one from Jim from Lena. He says, we're the gold standard of wrestling podcasts. Take that, Sheldon Benjamin. So guys, donate to the Max Fun Drive, and when you're done, hit them fives. Hit them fives. Tyson Fives Podcast. It's the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal, and there's Daniel, and this guy Mike Eagle is there as well. Tyson Fives Podcast. Tyson Fives Podcast. That's what you got. <laughs> Go up against the network too strong. Maximum gonna show you ties and fights for Brunsall. I don't even know what that word means. Puppet. Puppets. We'll find you a place in line. <laughs> Who's that guy who sang all of those songs? I don't know. It's one guy. And tie a string around your finger. Yeah, and it's the same guy who did the uh, the Marks McMahon. It's my time. Oh, so <laughs> Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show. Just get happy Maximum Fun Drive. So glad I can open with that. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm the podcaster who made Philly famous, Hal Lublin, and I'm joined by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, the 16-bit luchadora, Danielle Radford. Oh, hello. And Queen of the Ring winner, Lindsay Kelk. Welcome back, Lindsay. Ooh, thanks for having me, guys. Of course. Coming up on this week's special Max Fun Drive edition of the show, Holy Fired Foley, The Mark of Jericho, The Return of Misandry, and a lot more. Did I say it wrong? No. No, that was good. Woo! Yay! But first, let's talk about some serious wrestling stuff before we settle into some dumb wrestling stuff. So as we all know by now, intimate personal pictures and videos of Paige, Xavier Woods, and Brad Maddox were leaked earlier this week, and WWE decided to address it, sort of, with this New Day segment. So is there something you want to tell us about? WrestleMania! We're so excited to be the host for this year's Ultimate Thrill Ride WrestleMania, and we know we're so excited about... Okay. So it's worth saying that this Brooklyn crowd was at full troll level, chanting for Paige, booing the women's match, and popping huge for Woods. But was this wink-wink skit the right way for WWE to address this, or would it have been better for them not to bring it up at all? Considering uh, the reports that are that are coming out are saying that that they are treating it internally like like those three are victims of a crime, which they totally are. And Paige has already come out and and said, "I was hacked." And these were used without my permission. So I'm sort of of that opinion that probably it would have been better to not say anything at all because all you're really doing it is bringing bringing it to the attention of people who might not have known about it otherwise. They go, what were they talking about? Let me go look it up. What do you you two think? It's a really tough one because the crowd was the hottest of garbage Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. night. Yeah. And... I see the value in doing it the way that they did it in that they didn't actually say anything. They just kind of did a like, hey, we're serious. And then they broke it immediately. If you're going to talk about it, that's the way to talk about it. And maybe I'm, I'm assuming that the hope is, is like, look, if we let them have this literal one second of us acknowledging this thing happened, 
maybe they will come all the way down for the rest of the shows. If that's what that was. And that's the only reason I can assume that they did it. They didn't do mm-hmm. it because they thought it was like super funny. Yeah. I think right. it was just like, yo, we have to give them something so that they calm down. And it did. As soon as they did that, they did that. It lasted like a second, maybe two seconds. But I saw Chatter Online and Chatter Anywhere go like, like people laughed about it. They talked about it. And then it was done. Right. Lindsay, what do you think? Yeah, I, I wouldn't have touched it. I They didn't touch it when it was Seth Rollins. On right. the show, yeah. So it smacks a little bit of double standards, um, but hey, this is wrestling, and some of the fans aren't nearly as tolerant as our lovely little community. And maybe they felt like they had to. It's tough because it's it's the Brooklyn crowd. They're gonna be rough. They weren't gonna like you know. It's like you, like Danielle said, they did touch it and let it go, but they weren't just gonna everyone sit there and go, oh, this is a terrible thing that happened, and we acknowledge and support Paige through this. They're going right. to make a comment. You know, it's it's the Brooklyn crowd. And I've been in the Brooklyn crowd. I've been the Brooklyn crowd. We're not good people. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I just wouldn't have touched it. It, it felt like double standards to me. It felt like we're going to acknowledge this because it's real dirty, you guys. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Whereas when it's Seth and it's Tom, we're just saying, hey, these guys were a victim. Let's, like, move on. Yeah, yeah. crazy. It's done. It's gone. Yeah. Hope they're all That's okay. It. We're closing the crypt on that and and burying it. Yep. yep. Under... Unless unless something happens where we have to talk about it. That's I think right. That unless that's... if we have to. If we have to. We'll Otherwise, we're gonna nope. cover it up with more cement than they put in Vince's limo. <laughs> All right. Now back to the dumb stuff. Mick Foley was fired as Raw General Manager, of course, telling someone they've lost their job is McMahon family tradition. And this time it was Stephanie who did the honors. Let's listen. Mick Foley, I've got two words for you. You're fired! You know what? I The dismount was really strong. Yep. <laughs> but it did feel like she shouldn't be able to talk anymore after that. So I, I just want her to support more from the diaphragm Fair. to really put a lot of power behind that, but you're fired. So it felt sort of like an unceremonious end to Foley's tenure as uh, as GM, of course, now he gets to go get his entire lower body replaced through <laughs> yes. surgery, and totally hopefully be able to walk without pain. But did this feel? Uh, see, I think back to you. You can actually compare this to to his previous run as commissioner mm-hmm. in two thousand, the, the summer of two thousand through the end, or spring until the end, where they built up a lot better to his leaving. It was more of a big event. Happened after a pay per view. This happened two weeks ago until WrestleMania, somewhat guaranteeing he's not going to be there unless he somehow runs in on the Seth Rollins match. He ain't running nowhere. Did it? <laughs> I will get on one of those golf carts that they use for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. They'll drive him out slowly. Uh, did this feel like the right way to end Foley's run? To me, it felt like it was more of a to be continued. It didn't yeah. feel like a final anything. Um, just because, like, you know, when I think of, like, final, you know, I think of that great moment that Vicky Guerrero got to have. I think yeah. of moments mm-hmm. like that. And so because of the way that he went out, to me it felt like, well, as soon as I'm done being million-dollar mankind, uh, <laughs> as soon as I'm done with that, I'll be, uh, he's going to come back and at least have, like, one more thing before maybe a final or maybe he'll stick around because he likes having that check. Who knows? But it didn't feel yeah. final to me. Yeah, I feel like they're never going to close the door on him now, and he doesn't want that door closed. You know, like, he wants... 
Uncle Vince to leave the nightlight on. He wants to know that they're downstairs watching TV while he goes to bed. Like, yeah. I, I, and I've enjoyed his run this time. Like, and he's been a, a like, you know, gentle giant, but he's just been the nice guy there in the corner, softening the blows against Stephanie. And I think they've played off against each other pretty well. He hasn't been an intrusive GM. He hasn't been a massively impactful GM. But I don't know if they've needed that right now, if that's fit with what they've been doing. So I've been fine with him and fine with the way he's gone out. Because like you say, it doesn't feel like he's going. It feels like a bye for now, not a forever. It does seem like a quieter end to a quieter run. And of course he'll be back for sure. It'll be nice to see him moving a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. I, I know a lot of people haven't liked him or Daniel Bryan as GMs. But for me, it's, I, I don't know, I guess I'm more like, let these men have some checks so they can fix all the things this company <laughs> yes. broke in them. Yeah. yeah. So I guess that that's kind of where I'm at. And so every time I see him on there and he does a segment, I'm like, I don't like that segment, but I know it's not you, Mick. So cash that check so that you can, you know, turn the, <laughs> yeah. the bottom of half of your body into a horse or whatever it is he's going to do. He's got dolls to buy. He's got dolls to pay for. He's got mm-hmm. SantaCon to get to. He, he so, someone, Someone's got to help Noelle do... Whatever it is she does. Whatever that is. Whatever's next. <laughs> yeah, and you have to get tickets to every single amusement park in America. That's that not can't cheap. be cheap. It's yeah, no. cheap. Frank isn't... the WWE clown isn't going to scout it himself. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Let's talk about the women's division of Raw. Nia Jax defeated champion Bailey to be included oh! in the WrestleMania match. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Chat. It is a groaner. Look, yeah. it'll now be the two of them versus Sasha Banks versus Charlotte Flair. And Lindsay, was this a good move? in that Nia now seems like she's on the same level as the three top women on Raw. Or is it a bad move because it makes the Mania match too crowded, or both? It was a bad move, Danielle. (laughs) (laughs) It it needs no... I I got nothing else. And I love Nia Jax, and I love Bailey, and I love Charlotte, and I love Sasha, and I want the best for them, and I want them to have a lovely time and happy homes and nice things but i <laughs> why are they doing this to me yeah. why i mean I'm, I'm in the daniel corner of two men in a match two and now dudes. you throw four women in and one of them is not where the other three are like one of these things is not like the other yes. and and i am talking at an entirely skill level it's just oh too many cooks <laughs> <laughs> too many cooks it just why just two 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 people <laughs> just two, just one, and then another one, and then maybe they can do right. a pre pre show match. Even the three people made sense storyline wise because you got the good guy, the bad guy, and the one that's going to flip. But yes. now I'm like, yeah. no, no, what are you doing? Yeah, what no. are you doing? It completely, completely <laughs> changes the vibe of that match. I like Naya. I would love. I love. I'm happy for her that she's getting her WrestleMania match. I just don't see why it has to be no. this match. And I don't see why we can't have more in a card that lasts 21 hours. (laughs) Why can't we have two women's matches with all of the women in them? And be grateful, Danielle. That's it. Shush. Yeah, there's not room on the card unless you're uh, in a a mixed tag match against a woman who's not an active competitor. Yep. There's the same number of matches featuring a member of the McMahon family as there are featuring women. (laughs) An entire gender on this WrestleMania card. Too many. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I mean, again, it's fine. It's fine. I just, you know, just bah, 
All right, let's look at a few more WrestleMania matches. Chris Jericho revealed some new details about his opponent, Kevin Owens's childhood. Owens's? Owens's. Let's hear it. This is not a trick or a doctored photo. This is the real Kevin Owens at 16 years old in his parents' basement. But he, he doesn't look like a prize fighter to me. He looks like a fan of Jericho. He was marking out, man! <laughs> I love that all the stuff that he did as a heel still works with him as a face. Yeah, just he just, cute. like, plays... The audience is his instrument, and he plays them like a maestro. <laughs> so, in a few words... Why has the build to this match worked for you? Or has it not? No, it totally works for me. Um, you know, there are actual stakes. Yeah. They took a long time to get there. And, uh, uh, you know, WWE does this thing where they feel like we got to know that someone's going to turn on someone like eight months in mm-hmm. advance. And they did that. And I don't know that you necessarily need that. But both of them are obviously amazing performers with great chemistry. There was time for the story to develop. And it, it wasn't one of those things where it came out of nowhere where it was like, oh, well, one guy stepped on the other guy's foot in the locker room. And now I guess they're feuding. Like, it's a real story of yeah. like, there's some friggin' pathos, man. They're like people who were friends and there was a betrayal of friendship. And honestly, those are always the stories that work the best in WWE. No, it's true. They're, they've built the emotions really well. They obviously have chemistry yeah. as friends, and they have chemistry as enemies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're having the time of their life. With yeah. This. They're just enjoying it. And I feel like sometimes on some of Owen's other stuff, you can see how much he wants this and how hard he is working for this. Yeah. And when he was champion but wasn't the main event. He still showed up every week, gave it everything he had. Sure he did. did never, you know, made you think otherwise, but maybe he wasn't enjoying it quite so much. Whereas now you're like, oh, he gets up every day with a smile on his face and says, let's get to work. And you can see it. You can see it through both of their eyes. Every time they're in that ring, they are loving this. Yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of seeing that picture of him as a as as a 16-year-old <laughs> like, with the Y2J and the, the picture with the original SmackDown set. Britney up behind him. Britney oh. up behind him. Uh, but I love the idea that he now gets to work with his idol. Yeah. 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 Because you know, you know that they had a night when they were hanging out and there was like, uh, just being Canadian as fuck. And he was like, you know, I have a picture. I have a picture of you. And he like showed it to Jericho. Because that's where he clearly got the picture from Kevin. Because Kevin was like, here, use this. It'll be funny. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about a match that everybody's super excited about. Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker. It's a marquee Raw match. Okay. Uh, What's it going to take to get you engaged other than a time machine? Like, I like both of the guys. I really like Roman Reigns. I like him. I like him more as time goes by, as his character gets a little bit more ambiguous. Mm -hmm. It's not great. He's not like a top-tier guy, but... No, I thought the walkout up the ramp was great this Mm -hmm. week, because that was almost heel. Like, he did not touch anyone. The kids were leaning out for a hand slap and nothing. He didn't look anyone in the eye. He just kept walking, chin up. He was like, yeah, I just speared the man. What are you going to do about it? And just kept going. And I thought that was really good. But that's what they should have been doing with him for months now. And I, Mike's not with us. So I'm going to be Mike and be like, you know what they could do? Like, they're not going to do it. Like, that's what they could do. I I don't know. It's I cared more this week 
Yeah, I guess for me, I don't want a taker match every year just for the sake of having a taker match every year. And right. it's like you already know that every year you're having a taker match. Why haven't we been building to taker versus Roman for months? And maybe they can argue that they did, but I don't think having dudes show up in the middle of the ring yeah. and then disappear again feels and like a And he's been around since the Rumble. Taker's been around since January. He was around since so, before Survivor Series when yeah. he threatened the SmackDown team. Exactly. Right. So, so he's been around. There yeah. was time to build up that match. I feel like there's not enough build for this other than just being like, it's my yard. Well, I too have a yard. Well, that's great. I'm <laughs> glad that both of you are homeowners, but this <laughs> isn't necessarily enough for me to get to get excited about this match. I'm sure it'll be a good match. Roman is a better worker than well, a lot of us give him credit mm-hmm. for because right. it's, it's yeah. fun to shit on Roman. He is it a better is worker than that. Roman, his whole thing is I'm a powerhouse, and The Undertaker is made of sticks, so mm. I don't know. It's hard, It was hard to watch. When he took him it down, was it was to difficult to watch. And if I've got to watch 15 minutes of that, it's I'm going to want to be ringside with some pillows. Like, that's yeah. what I know. Maybe a bottle of Advil. It's the mm. memory foam death match. <laughs> Oh my God! Wouldn't that be great? It's like a uh, like an open casket match, but the casket is just beds. <laughs> it's just shaped like sleepies. a bed. Uh, I would watch that match. If at the end of the match, I would watch that. Like match. Taker just goes inside, like the comfiest looking casket, and someone wheels him away. Yeah, smile on his face. Mm-hmm. I'd feel good about that. Yeah, Coco waiting yeah. for him out the back instead of an ambulance. I don't. I don't want anyone to not get work. I don't want anyone to not get paid. I'm just. I'm genuinely. Every year that he wrestles, I get more and more worried about Papa Taker. All right, let's go to SmackDown and discuss what was effectively the match of the week. The Usos defeating American Alpha for the SmackDown tag titles. We've been pretty hard on the tag scene on both brands, but this was a really good match. It was hot. The crowd was involved. Uh, do you both agree that they put on a good match? Let's We'll start there. Do we agree to that premise? Yeah, That was fun. Okay. Yes, that was very fun. Okay. Now. What needs to happen on Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker to get you going? No, I'm just kidding. So now that, that uh, the tag team division has a little bit of a spark and it has antagonists on top, is there any hope that the office can get back to chasing, uh, which is what they do well? And do you think that they'll be over? They didn't really get a pop when they came out as champs. No. no. I was at the SmackDown in um, uh, Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was dead. There was nothing. Yeah. And that was super awkward because, you know, they seem like nice fellas. Yeah. Jason just got married. Congrats. He did. Congrats, he Jason. Did. Congrats, Jason. Yeah. Um, Mazel Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. It was such a fun match. I love the Usos. And to have, for them to have transformed again and revitalized themselves again, well done. Because I saw those grills and thought, nope. Nope, not buying this. And now I'm super into it. Now yeah. I'm all about it. I want to go around shouting oos and yeah. wearing my cap backwards. Day one-ish. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm down with it. I like it. I'm into it. Yeah, who who are the other face teams right now? There's Slater, uh, Slater and the, the Beast. still a thing. I don't know. Um, and Breezango. Give it to Breezango. I want to see Breezango get a push. But, but they're, they, they just started. I love that they, they have... Um, They've got something they can get over with, which is the tickets for yep. each thing. Love the tickets. Yeah. Wrong the new with list. their opponent. The yeah. tickets, the new list. Ticket is the new list. Yeah, totally the new list. I think I think what happens is that Jason, uh, I think that those guys, um, they continue to chase. And maybe after WrestleMania, they get joined by Papa Angle. And that gives them something. I can dream. Yeah. <laughs> that gives them something. Something kind of fun. He's got nothing that'll else give on. Some, yeah, that'll give them a little bit of pop. They could use a rub. 
They could use the rub. Yeah. But I, I want to see a face team emerge. Yeah. And I don't know who it is. I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe DIY. Maybe, they're ready yeah. to come up. Are Are they? faces? I love DIY, but yeah. I don't know if they're ready. Yeah. I worry it would go the same way as American Alpha if you brought them up right now. That's true. Same. Or any of the other awesome tag teams that we love from NXT that haven't been able to translate and make it work on the main roster. Yeah. Well, I'm still holding out hope for the VOD villains because I really like them. Same. I like them a lot. Same. Yeah. Fine. We agree. Why are Fine. we fighting about Fine. it? Why are we fighting? Fine, Hal. All right. I want them to succeed. They're nice boys. Okay? Yes. Are Fine. You, are you saying you like SmackDown better than Raw? Am I getting you on record? This is Max Fun Drive. This is a big episode. I hate you so much. Thank you. <laughs> do you know, do you have any idea how many Max Fun donators we need to have? Like either new or people upping their thing before I will take a side in the Raw versus SmackDown I'll, t- I'll tell you what. We're recording this on Wednesday. We're just over 7,000. If we get to 15,000. Total new and upgrading donors. Will you say on a podcast in a non-sarcastic way, SmackDown is better than Raw? In a non-sarcastic way? Non-sarcastic. Will you just say, like, and not like that quick, like, SmackDown is better than Raw. Will you commit to saying, like, I just want to say SmackDown is better than Raw. And then we just let it lie and we'll move on. Can if, I get a if commitment? We get, if we get 15. 15,000. Uh, yeah, I'll do it. Gauntlet thrown, people. <laughs> I'll do it. That is do what it, Max Fun Drive it. is all about. We make it exciting here. Making dreams come true for how? <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If we make it to 15,000. Will you and say? I talked to Julie about this. You will say SmackDown's better than Raw. You will say. I will take, I will take my shirt off. Or I, will mm-hmm. wear, I will wear a button-down shirt. I, I have body shame. I will open it. <laughs> and you... And Julian and Mike will each do an open-handed chop to my chest, full force, Ooh. and we'll film it. Ah. So you have to do something painful Ooh. spiritually. That is, equal. that is the equal yeah. amount of power I was about physically. to say that does feel like more like a reward foul than anyone else, but this, <laughs> this is not a reward foul. I promise it's not. not I'm so afraid. <laughs> I'm so afraid. I just love money. Uh, do we have a deal? Yeah. All right, let's Deal. shake on shake it. Shake it on it. It's been shaken. We shook. It's been shook. shook we it have up. a thank you. We have we have a witness. Yes. We have a witness. Seen it. <laughs> I'm perfect. English. We always tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've heard that. I've heard that about you. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You like tea and the truth. <laughs> <laughs> You've been to my country. <laughs> All right. Let's dig a little deeper into the blue brand, where we also heard Dean Ambrose make his match against Baron Corbin at WrestleMania official. So now we get Dean to defend his Intercontinental Championship <laughs> after holding it for 900 straight days. How do you feel about the matchup, Lindsay? Yeah, I feel yeah. <laughs> really? I don't know. How long is it since he defended that title? Aren't you supposed to defend it every 30 days or vacate it? Yes, that I is feel like it's what you're been supposed a while. to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is the second time he's had a singles title and it's been a while. Oh, the U.S. Um, title, you yeah. mean? <laughs> no one does. Like, do you remember when he had that? No, no one does. He nope. had that no, forever. He did. Yeah. He had that and forever. nothing happened. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like that's the same thing again. So I don't know who he's super good friends with, where this just keeps happening, or what he has <laughs> on who, or like maybe Renee has secret powers that none of us know about. Sure. But, I believe it. Uh, I would believe that. Yeah, I would believe it. Um, I don't know. I I'm more into it than I was. I'm. It's done a really good job of building Corbin up for me. I'm more interested in him now. Way more interested. In yeah, him. way more interested he in Baron is, Corbin. Yeah, this has been massively good for him. It's been such a growth for his character and yeah. for him in the ring and for him being able to create a story and interest in a story. 
I, I was confused when the commentators were confused as to why Dean was coming out on a forklift truck. Like, guys, he, he crushed him with that. Remember? He crushed him with that. And they're like, where did <laughs> you get this that. from? Why has he got this? Like, he crushed, he crushed him with that. How rough but, was the yeah. announced team without Mauro Ronaldo? Oh, man. Tom, you had Tom Phillips, David Otunga speaking a whole lot. And then JBL, <laughs> like the, he, like who? JBL kept it together. He was the he was the thing holding the team together. And that's yeah, so that's sad. an unsettling feeling. <laughs> the just imagining Otunga in front of the mirror, just straightening his sweater and going like, "This is the night. This is your chance. <laughs> You're gonna talk so much, and it's gonna be great. All your insights gonna oh. be perfect." And Jennifer's in the back, like, "What? <laughs> who are you talking to? <laughs> what are you doing?" <laughs> Wow. Academy Awards. Wow. Academy Awards. <laughs> yeah. Jennifer Hudson. Miz and Maurice continue to make the mixed tag match against Cena and Nikki compelling television. Bree, were you singing? Rule number 35 of John Cena's house rules clearly states no singing. Bree, you're on double secret probation. Bad Bree. Very bad Bree. John, are you going to ask me something? Why, yes, Nikki. Woman I genuinely and sincerely love. I have a proposal for you. I propose you stop breaking rule number 11 of John Cena's house rules and take your feet off the furniture. Bad Nikki. That's strike one. Very bad Nikki. Oh, Good Nikki. I'm crying listening to it just now. I was, I was texting lines of it to my brother. <laughs> because I was done. Wrestling fans didn't deserve that segment no. this week. No, but they still gave us. it to us. Yeah. Nikki's bedroom is under the floor. Yes. <laughs> this is a ring. It's to scale. It was every line of it was magical. Everything. There was not a single part of there that didn't. And y'all know how much how much of a totes bells mark I am. And yeah. it was yeah. me too. It me was too. the most perfect. When he hit her with that Nicole, I almost Nicole? I was like I was like, has he been listening? Does he follow me on Twitter? <laughs> It was perfect. Oh, just I I know we just have the Oscars, but like could we have another one just for this? Mm-hmm. I just want that that's what I wanted the Edge and Christian show to be. I wanted yes. it to be sketches like that. Yeah. Instead of that time they made my wife talk and it wasn't great. I just we have to mine some real dark personal stuff to get this. Yeah, we have I, to get no, we have to get real personal. Because yeah. uh, oh boy. Wow. Yeah. Oh. There's going to be no catharsis after Mania. No. There'll be no catharsis if this goes the way we all <laughs> believe that it's going to go. Because we all want it to go a different way. Yeah, of course. You know what? If they if he proposes to her in the middle of that ring, I may shed a tear. I, I may leave the room. I don't know. I, <laughs> I do gonna. Think, I think gonna. I do think a weird thing for a dude wrestler to offer a lady wrestler instead of a belt is a ring. I definitely think that's <laughs> a th- whole thing. But it's with them, I make an exception just because so much of their life is like eight levels of kayfabe at this yeah. point yeah. that I make an exception. If it yeah. was anyone else, I'd be like, fuck you. She's a wrestler. Give her a belt. <laughs> <laughs> but, but in this case with Nikki, I'm like, go ahead, girl. You get that ring. Yeah. And John, you figure out ways to postpone that wedding for as long as possible. Yeah. I will need to see the prenup. And I'm sure it will be a matter of public record. Well, I to, will need to see that. To be that. fair, um, he's already done the... Oh, my legal brain. He's already done the separate property agreement, so it's Excellent. probably just going to be very similar to that. Sweet. Because that's yeah. that's the basis of... So okay. he'll, just, he'll just like switch some of the stuff, but since she already signed that, that makes the prenup super easy. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Well, every week there's tons of wrestling to get through. And if we missed anything, start the conversation at facebook.com slash groups slash tights fights or hit us up at tights fights on Twitter. That's where we'll be. When you come back, it's the much anticipated return of Missandry Corner. 
But before that, we got to explain to you why you should become a supporter to the entire Maximum Fun Network. And of course, that includes Tights and Fights. It's time. It's time. It's pledge break time. Did you get my Vader reference <laughs> there? <laughs> Guys, it's the Max Fun Pledge Drive. Max Fun Drive 2017 is here upon us. This is the time of year for you to show your support, not only the network, but of the individual shows that you listen to. Um, Danielle, yeah, uh-huh. let's talk a little bit about why you would want to become a member of Maximum Fun. Yes. Number one, tons of great shows that you listen to. This is your chance to feel some ownership in the community. Uh, the best community of podcast listeners in the entire world. Uh, number two, tons of great gifts at different levels uh, where, where you, you sort of give what you can. Levels on levels. Starts at five dollars. Levels on levels. Levels on levels. But there are all sorts of incentives for you uh, to give a certain amount of money, uh, renewing every month, or if you already have a donation set up, to go ahead and upgrade that and update it because there are all sorts of new shows you're probably listening to, and you want all of them to get a piece of that donation. Uh, and also, it just feels good to give back to the shows that are giving you entertainment each week. You know, these shows are free all the time, uh, and this is your chance to get that good feeling of being part of something larger than yourself. I feel good when I'm part of something larger than myself. I think it was Hulk Hogan that first said that. (laughs) I'm just going to keep throwing out these great (laughs) uh, wrestling (laughs) references all throughout these pledge breaks. Uh, All of them true. I did update Wikipedia just this morning to make sure I wouldn't be wrong. Uh, There is a huge goal this year. The goal last year was 5,000, so we're doubling that goal. And I'll tell you what, we smashed that 5,000 just like we're going to smash 10,000. You know what? Let's go for a million. Why not? I'm feeling it. Tuesday night smashdown. This is Tuesday night smashdown. We're talking smashdown. <laughs> going to get some pledges, talking smashdown. <laughs> New and updated, and we're all going to give money to Max Fun. Um, uh, I'm going to walk you through. Uh, let me pick that up. We're going to walk you through some of the great gifts that are available at the different pledge levels at our next break. Uh, but for now, we just want to tell you how easy it is to become a member. Uh, here's what you do. You go to MaximumFun.org, okay? Uh, you click the Donate button, and that's going to take you through. You'll give them your information. And when you set up your monthly recurring donation, it's a set it and forget it deal, it'll give you a list of all the Max Fun shows. And all you have to do is check the boxes for the ones you listen to, and they'll benefit directly from your donation. What? That's right. That's so easy. It's super simple. Let me tell you uh, some people who I know are Max Fun donors. One is my dad, and I think is trying to get some of the money for himself. Not going to happen, Dad. I'm my own man now. I told you. Uh, but that's how simple it is. It's easy to do, and there's no time to do it like right now. You're hearing us talk about it. You're thinking about it. You're thinking, oh, you know what? I can afford $10, $15, $20 a month. Go do it now. Pause. We'll wait. See how easy that was? You came back and we were right here. It's as if no time has passed at all. And you set up that donation. Now you're done. Now you let the good times roll. You enjoy the gifts, which you know what they are, but maybe some of the people who haven't donated yet, they might not even know what they are. They're going to find out later. I don't know what they are. What are they? I'm going to tell you later. It's later. It's not going to be now. Oh, I want to know what that gifts are. Right? Absence makes the heart grow fonder, and this is absence of information. Uh. Also on Wikipedia, proven true by Bruce the Barber Beefcake in 1986. (laughs) So get involved and show everybody just how mean you can be. This is the ruthless aggression of donating during Max Fun Drive. Yeah, be mean by giving us your money. Yeah, get real. I want you to put your mean face on. 
scowl, Grr. then move the mouse pointer over, I'm put gonna, it in the address bar. I'm going to click it. That's right. Click it. Do it right now. Now we're going to return you to Tights and Fights, already in progress. Tights and Fights Podcast. Tights and Fights. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined in the booth by... Hal Lublin. And... Lindsay Kelk. Quality women's matches are now a staple of WWE programming, but we can all remember when that wasn't the case. This segment explores matches from a time when the women were divas and the divas were naked. We'll talk about the most ridiculous divas matches and segments and then recast these matches and segments to see what they would look like with male wrestlers. We call it Misandry Corner. So for the second installment of Misandry Corner, we're breaking down one of the most famous GIFs. Do not correct me. It is GIF <laughs> Thank on you. the internet. <laughs> Uh, so that's right. We're going back to SmackDown on April 11th, 2002, as Mr. McMahon holds a search for his new assistant. Take a hike, honey, because you ain't getting my job. <laughs> and Vince, <laughs> take a seat. As for my qualifications, I'm not going to tell you. I'm gonna show you. What? So hit my music. Oh, I just cracked the announce desk. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh, I can't deal with this. I don't think either. Oh, that was freaking. I don't think it's all. This was her music? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. CZ Ty. It was a cover of Legs. That was her forcible entry music. Yep. Forcible. Forcible, forcible entry. How many times can we say forcible entry? Fewer. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so um, turns out the middle of the ring isn't just for contract signing, it is also for interviews. So for those of you um, who didn't get a chance to watch this beforehand, the first candidate that he has come out before that happens with Miss Keebler, there's a lady that comes out. She gets booed before she even makes it down the ramp because she's a woman in pants. Um, before she gets into the ring, Vince calls her toots. We don't even know her name yet. <laughs> Could be toots. Could yeah. be toots. Could be toots. Toots McKenzie. <laughs> so... Toots can speak three languages, types 90 words a minute, but she wears glasses, so gross. Vince kicks her out. <laughs> he doesn't say that in as much as he's just like, I don't think that you're a good man, which, you know, you won't show me your boobs. Um, so the next one is a guy, and he gets an asshole chant before he gets into the yeah. ring. <laughs> and then Vince is, like, mad mad that a man yeah. in a suit wanted to be his assistant. So. Apoplectic, I think, yeah. is the word we're looking for. Like, he's red-faced, he is rage. <laughs> is the idea that Patterson and Briscoe have set up these interviews? <laughs> well, here, Mr. McMahon, we got a whole bunch of people for you to see. <laughs> and so next is, like, a blonde. She can type, which I'm excited about. Yeah. Yeah, and then the crowd is all, we want puppies, because that's what... Crowds are garbage. <laughs> this crowd is... Con Nothing but garbage this entire segment. It's all of Jerry Lawler's illegitimate children. <laughs> Puppies! <laughs> We're sad and sad. Um, Vince is all like, ooh, uh, do you take dictation? 
And she's like, I like, yeah, because I'm a professional, yeah. and this is a professional. <laughs> I'm the secretary, it's the thing I do. Interview, Ooh. I take, and he goes, oh, I'm just happy to find an attractive personal assistant who takes dictation. And so, since uh, he thinks that she might fuck him, he's basically like, you've got the job unless someone else comes out here, and then, oh shit, you know by the Kid Rock that that's <laughs> Stacy Keebler. Um, Stacy Keebler. Is like that's the the clip that you just heard. She crawls up on the desk. She is so oiled up on her legs that yeah. she slips a little bit. Like she's slipping on the desk because she's trying to stand up. <laughs> uh, and then she shows him her butt, and Vince falls over, mm-hmm. and that's how she got the job. Yeah. Uh, so guys, what did uh, what do y'all what do you think? I mean, I've sat on so many levels, but uh, mostly for the WWE because the CEO needs a good assistant, and she's not one. Uh, so, you know, they lost out on an admin level, which is the first thing that they should think about. Yeah. And then a, a good on, executive assistant right? is really hard to Worth find. their weight mm-hmm. in gold. Um, and then from a second level, like, what the fuck? This is disgusting. I want to pull out my eyes and never use them again. It was horrible to watch. It's painful to watch. It's just so... It's not sexy. It's not even fun. It's just too long, too dumb and... Everyone in it, apart from Vince, just looks like they'd rather be at home sandpapering their own face. <laughs> it's ten minutes of uh, Vince uh, nagging people. <laughs> what's Linda doing? Where's Linda? But uh, Linda's just cashing those checks. Yeah. She's in charge of that. She's like, the Robin Wright pen in this uh, House of Cards relationship. I, I, I guarantee you, she's like, let her fuck you. <laughs> let her fuck you. This is where our shares are going to go through the roof. The two of them. And now, and now she's small. Well, forget it. We're not going to get into politics. No. <laughs> what did you? Uh, what do you think? How you feel like this is a great way to find a new, a new executive assistant? Now look, <laughs> I feel embarrassed, and here's why. I, I've my from teenager all the way up to meeting my wife. My big move when I wanted to kiss a girl was to offer her the position of your executive no. assistant. <laughs> it's the opposite. Because that was, would work on me. My <laughs> move was to ask permission. Oh. But that being said, I do remember this being on TV, and I remember being like, "Oh yeah, she's real attractive." Like <laughs> I was 25 years old, and it's for some reason I was able to compartmentalize mm-hmm. treating people with respect who I met face-to-face, and then not looking at that and going, this is wrong. Missing and that's after, yeah. Misandry in action. Yeah. In. <laughs> get, and that, get that misogyny going. Yeah. It's embarrassing to see now. And it wasn't even watching it at the time and being like, well, that's all she's able to do. But just like, well, that's, this is what... That's this what is, she does. Because yeah, yeah, she's is not what, being portrayed her, as a woman. She's not being portrayed is, as a person. This right. is misogyny in action. It her is, gimmick is, I'm hot yeah. and I have long legs. And that's, I am nothing else and you need nothing else and this is the function I am here well, bef- for. Before Trish wrestled, her gimmick was she had big tits. Yep. That was her gimmick. And Stacey, even before this, like she was the Duchess of Dudleyville. She was pretty dope. And yeah. so yeah. this was... The, and I, I, and to be fair to Stacey, after this, she went back to being an awesome manager. Mm-hmm. She yeah. was like super Stacey for a while and she did great things this was just a really like Vince was like hey how do I get to see Stacy's butt up close and not get sued oh I'll do it in front of yeah. 20,000 people um, yeah. there's so, just so much about it that's still so painful today like we yeah. were saying there's the references to her suit is almost identical to the suits that Lana was wearing in the beginning and Lana has power and autonomy and you know she has authority over her own self and sexuality which mm-hmm. Stacy did not Stacey in did this. not in that mm-hmm. but 
yeah, it's just so uncomfortable. And it's scary how there are still parallels in not even just in wrestling, but again, not to get into politics, but everything that we're seeing right now in the world. It's like, this is still okay. So gross. So here's the part where where the misandry comes in. (laughs) Which male manager would you put in the place of Stacey and who do you have that male manager (laughs) audition for? Heyman. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be Heyman. I want to see Heyman up there. Yeah. Because that man can talk. (laughs) <laughs> like, I want to see Heyman's legs around somebody's shoulders while he's giving him what for. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just to give another possible person, uh, I'm going to go with Jimmy the Mouth of the South Park. <laughs> like, Let me get up there and show you. You're not going to take my job. <laughs> he is the mouth of the he South. He has to keep yeah. the jacket on. He yeah. to, but just the And the, the piano jacket. tie. Only the jacket and only the tie. Yeah. Oh, that would be and great. And then everything else he takes off. Yeah. Who is he dancing for? Is it for Vince? It's for whoever. Or is it for Linda? It could be for Linda. <laughs> it's for Linda. It could definitely Linda. be for Linda. For Linda, I definitely want Heyman. Yeah. I want to see that. <laughs> I've got money, guys. Come see me. It would have been really nice if it would have been Mick right before he left. <laughs> and he was like, y'all ain't taking my job. Yeah. <laughs> he starts doing the dance in the walk. <laughs> And he doesn't have legs. He needs new ones. He needs new legs. Uh, I need legs. <laughs> I know he's not a manager, but you know, would make a great executive assistant, Cesaro. Yeah, he, he would just be good at the languages. job. He'd he, be great. He would be, get you the best coffee. He He'd be the first guy. He's a very guy. efficient man. He would get fired. He would be the first guy who didn't get the job. He would be the second to last guy. Second to oh, that's the one who yeah. spoke all the languages. I thought it was well, the first one. The first one, one spoke the languages, but was. Physically unappealing. Oh, I see. Mm. So, so you'd be, like, be... be like, oh, he's hot enough, but you know, let's get Heyman out in this. Mm, see, so now I'm picturing Cesaro doing it for Stephanie, and he comes out and he's like, I speak, I speak a million languages, <laughs> and she's like, well, I don't know, and then all of a sudden he's got legs, and he, <laughs> and he rips, rips off away the suit. The suit. <laughs> he's um... got tape, <laughs> kinetic tape all over him. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we're missing the boat if we don't include the greatest manager of all time, which is Bobby Heenan. Yeah. And instead of uh, taking his hair down, he rips off his normal suit to reveal the weasel suit underneath. Sweet. And then he Sweet. dances in the weasel suit. Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. I want to see, I I wanna see, wanna see all of He'll these. twirl his tail around. Ah, <laughs> uh, so that w- that's who we want to see, um, but we want to hear who you would like to see. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> get, up, uh, get up on some uh, high-class misandry. So please, uh, now you can at me. I always tell y'all not to at me, but please at me. Let me know who you would like to <laughs> see dance on, around, or near a table for yeah. my... And if you have those Photoshop skills, you should feel free to use those for the power of good. Yes. Yeah, use them for good, not for evil. Use them for good. <laughs> um, we're going to take a quick break, um, let y'all kind of stew on Cesaro on tables. And during that break, we're going to tell y'all all about some of the great gifts that you can get as a Max Fund member. Um, don't forget to follow us on Facebook.com slash groups slash Tights Fights or at Tights Fights on Twitter where we can continue the conversation. And you can also talk to other people who are wonderful, wonderful fans who uh, have been joining us in the Max Fund family. Be back. I'm back. I'm with Daniel Radford. We're back. <laughs> To talk about pledge gifts. Eric Bischoff, everybody. Are, isn't it great when you have like an impressionist who has to say the impression afterwards? <laughs> well, Ronald Reagan, everybody. Ronald I Reagan. I don't think that's so much you as it is uh, a comment on Eric Bischoff. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but we're back. Eric's not here. Remember I told you before 
We're going to go through some of the gifts you get at different donation levels. Yeah, give me gifts. Here we go. Here's the minimum. If you if you feel comfortable with $5 a month, that's half a cup of Starbucks coffee. <laughs> You get access to the entire library of bonus content. Every show on the Maximum Fun Network has recorded a bonus episode, and we are no different. We did our first ever fan Q&A. You asked Qs, we gave As. You want to hear those As? $5 a month. That's all it takes. Man, I love As. Yeah. The Oakland As? <laughs> are those the ones you love? I just like MC Hammer at the end of the day. <laughs> Did I ever tell you one time my father, uh, I caught him working out in the basement and he was doing the electric slide to Pray by MC Hammer with a Nordic track right in front of him? Oh my God, that's the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Right. Do I Prince, mention Prince smiles. <laughs> Prince smiles down on him when he does things like that. He was surrounded by doves. <laughs> uh, that's at the $5 level. Then at the $10 level, it gets real interesting, an enamel pin. And remember, as I'm saying this, whatever level you donate, you're going to get all of the gifts underneath. At the $10 level, you get the enamel pin, the tights and fights pin, which is a steel chair being swung into the air. Man, do I get that pin? You do if you become a donor. <sighs> Why are you trying to, to cheat donate. our members? I guess I have to donate. Yeah, so now I can do. get that pin. You're that pin sounds pretty sweet. You're not giving it up to the show. <laughs> we need some money. We need $10. Come on, $10 is nothing. So at that level, just to give you an example, and I'm not going to go through it every time. This is not the old lady who uh, swallowed a fly. Uh, this is, you're getting the pin and you get the bonus content. So every time that I tell you the next level, you're going to get everything underneath. Now let's go to $20 per month. You know what I like? Correspondence. Yeah. Who doesn't? Keep in touch with uh, all your friends. You probably made some pen pals from the Tights and Fights Facebook group. Now you can keep in touch with them. This is the Keep in Touch kit. You got a pen, a candle, um, and some really great uh, custom note cards. There are nine of them plus envelopes. Uh, there are three different encouraging designs that are designed by Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. And the, the pen I told you about is four colors. Remember those? Where you click <gasps> That's amazing. one button. That's the rocket. It's the rocket pen, rocket candle. The, Don't use that candle to part. burn down a cult leader's house. No, like you melt the wax and then you make a stamp that you put on the back of the envelope oh, like you're Dracula. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> Don't you want to send a Dracula note out? I want to be Dracula. Well, it only costs you $20. Do you know how much it costs actual Dracula? Eternal life. That's what it cost him. He was damned for life. You can be Dracula for $20. That's a deal. Uh, the next level, $35 per month. You get a pair of rocket engraved beer mugs. Oh, what? Rocket engraved beer mugs. They're glass beer mugs. They've got a nice handle on the on the side, and they've got that rocket logo etched onto them. I want to say something about these glasses. Not only are they great for holding drinks, but I saw a video on YouTube of a woman uh, taking a mango and just running it along the side of a glass that looks identical to this without the rocket logo and peeling the avocado. So you're getting two things here. You're not only getting a drinking vessel, you're getting a kitchen tool. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I can do a mango and an avocado. Yeah, do Those either are- one. Those are two things I eat literally all the time. There you go. You can just have a mug of avocado every morning <laughs> to wake up. Just dump it in your mouth. Nobody's watching. It's your home. When I wake up with my fresh mug of avocado. That's right. <laughs> uh, there are other prizes at higher levels. You can just go to MaximumFun.org and click that donate button, and you can run through everything. Uh, those are the those are the main mug ones we want to stress here. A rocket four-color <laughs> pen. <laughs> a really cool steer chair pin. That can all be yours. Uh, Here's how you get it. Go to MaximumFun.org. Click that donate button like we've been saying over and over again. 
You're going to enter all your information. You're going to set up a monthly recurring donation, the level where you feel comfortable. We're not trying to break the bank here, but it's not too much that we're asking. Again, $5, half a Starbucks, $10, whole Starbucks, $20, Starbucks for you and a friend, $35, maybe throw in a muffin that you guys share. (laughs) One muffin, two forks, please. Uh, And when you set that up, you're going to see an area that will ask you, what shows do you listen to on the network? And that's where you're going to click tights and fights to indicate that we're the show you want to support in any of the other Max Fun shows you listen to. Uh, We'll all split a healthy portion of that donation. It'll keep us going. Who knows? Maybe we'll go to WrestleMania if we get enough. uh, If we'll do a live episode from WrestleMania. I want to go to WrestleMania. I want to go to WrestleMania, too. That's That's all I want in the world. Yeah. Let's make that a goal. Yeah. So go set it up. Speaking of goals, the goal for Max Fun Drive 2017 is 10,000 new or upgrading members. Remember, if you're at the $5 level right now and you're like, hey, I had a good, I had a good year. I got my cost of living increase at work. It was more than I was expecting. I sure I'm a good boy or girl at work. So I'm going to step it up to $10. You're going to get that enamel pin and you're going to get the, the, uh, the bonus episodes as well. So you get all of that. When are you going to do it? Right now. Yeah. Do it now. Why would you wait? Our bonus episode is like real good, you guys. Yeah, it's really good. And the only way you can listen to it is to go right now. Go. Right now. We're not even going to wait. We're just going to assume you did it and you paused it somewhere in there. So thank you. Thank you. For becoming a member. And you know what? Tell your friends, too. You may have friends who who listen to the show who don't even know the drive is happening. So spread the word for us. We'll all do it together. And then we'll make this the best Max Fun drive ever. Yeah, and I'll probably give you like a hug or something if you tell me you donated. Don't you want a hug from Danielle? I would give you a hug. Priceless. I am a hugger. Yes, just like Bailey. But before Bailey, but also but before just like Bailey. Bailey. You were the hugger before Bailey was the hugger. Yeah, belly. 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 <laughs> so guys, there you go. You know what to do. Go do it right now. Get that feeling of joy and contentment and community that only comes from being a member of the Max Fun family. I got them pod, pod, podcasts deep in my heart. What? Deep Deep in in my heart. heart. Deep Deep in my heart. (laughs) There you go. Donate now. Operators are not standing by. It's a website. Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin, and I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Lindsay Kelk. Every week, we like to end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is The Three Count. Dingy, dingy, dingy. Danielle, you're up first. Why did I say that? What do you want to put over? Because <laughs> you're the worst. Um, <laughs> dirt worst. <laughs> dirt worst. Uh, I am putting on South, putting over Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Oh, you beat me to it. I also, know. I'm I, so proud that it was put over. I did know. it on purpose. What? <laughs> oh, I'm fanning myself. I'm turning heel. <laughs> <laughs> um, if y'all have been anywhere, y'all already know how great Southpaw Regional Wrestling is. It's amazing. It's um, some. It's a four-part chicken commercial, but it's really good. Words <laughs> I never thought I'd hear put together. A chicken commercial in four acts. <laughs> um, but it's it's clearly done by people who have some real love for just that old-school Southern-style wrestling. Uh, and if you haven't already been immersed in it this week, which you should, here's a clip. 
This, this was left in the locker room in Duluth. I just thought you might like to know that. The championship title left in the locker room. John Johnson, the champion here in Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Almost a coronation once again. Never want to leave your uh, championship title in the locker room, John. It's uh, kind of a little bit of a cardinal sin. Thanks to Chip Henderson for bringing it back. The big 12-man battle royal for this man's belt will be taking place at Lethal Leap Year. I'm pulling for you, John. Are you enjoying it here uh, as the champion of Southpaw Regional Wrestling? I am. I am. No need to hold the microphone, John. <laughs> Damn it, uh, tell him what you're going to give him tomorrow night. Uh, John Johnson, I think you should be jumping as well. It's just John. I'm ready for a fight. You're going to get a fight soon enough, John. Riveting. <laughs> Hanging on. So yeah, uh, that's like the best thing ever. And it's a bunch of WWE superstars that you know playing these characters. And if you're a super hardcore fan of, um, of wrestling and of that Southern wrestling and of that era, there are a lot, a lot of like winks and nods at things that have actually happened to people mm -hmm. um, on camera. Even some people in later years, like in WCW, some things that happened to people on camera um, I won't spoil it but it's 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 just it's really fun and it's a great time and it reminds you of how good um, wrestling content can be when it's good yeah Lindsay what do you want to put over I, I would have put over Southpaw again, but I won't. Yeah. I, I would have put over put the put creature over? from the deep. That's what oh. I'm putting over. Um, oh, no spoilers. God, it's no the spoilers. <laughs> it's so amazing. It's just all joy. It's fully joyous. <laughs> There's nothing to shit on. It's so great. Yeah. Um, but because Danielle beat everyone to that, mm. uh, I am I'm giving us the rub. I am putting tights and fights over, and specifically the tights and fights universe. Uh, the last couple of weeks, I, I got real deep into the Facebook group. And not to go back on old ground that we're not going to cover again, but it's been such a joy to have a supportive, genuinely engaged community that loves wrestling, wants to talk without smarking on anybody, without like putting anybody down. If someone asks a question, if someone says something that maybe isn't, you know, like a smarter wrestling fan would already know that no one calls that person out no one shits on each other it is just such a genuinely great place uh and that is not to be taken for granted these days and i really want to applaud the facebook group specifically it's been awesome and everyone deserves some kind of christmas i don't send christmas cards but if i did you would be on that list <laughs> it's been awesome it's just been so good to see yay you guys <laughs> Oh, right, that's Mr. Perfect's theme. You know what? I, so Are many you people, fucking kidding me right now? No, no, no. So many people in the group say that, and I said it when I first heard it. I was like, I know that theme. I cannot place yeah. it. And then, I, and then as soon as I was like, of course it's Mr. Perfect's theme. I learned theme. to play it on my Yamaha keyboard when uh, I was like 10. Uh, it was a sad, I was a sad, lonely child. My favorite uh. is the people that think it's Curtis Axel's theme. <laughs> yeah. It sort of is. It, it sort of is Curtis Axel's theme a little my bit, right? Squint. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is a great, like the group is, I always think of it as when you meet somebody who is a wrestling fan. And you don't know many other people who are. Mm -hmm. And then you get into conversations just about everything you love. Yeah. And things that, like, you fill in each other's knowledge about stuff. Yeah, and you, yeah. like, what is your worst WrestleMania? What is your best WrestleMania? And as a woman, it's difficult. I meet wrestling fans sometimes who are, and I'm not, I'm not 
saying this is an entire gender, but I meet some dude wrestling fans who immediately want to explain it where I'm wrong or, you know, qualify my wrestling love or my fandom mm. and say, well, but you like this, right? And I'm like, let me explain to you about this thing. And I'm like, please don't mansplain wrestling to me. I love wrestling and it's, that's not a thing. And I haven't seen that one time in that group there is people from all genders all backgrounds everyone's in there just sharing the love pretty awesome pretty great y'all are great congratulations to you i got real quiet the real, it's like that <laughs> time magazine cover where it's like the person of the year is you is you <laughs> and it's a mirror it's the mirror episode i don't know why i can't get out of this right now i'm just soft so uh i'm gonna put over two things one is I can't. I'll, hopefully, by the time we get back from the clip, I'll be out of it. From the Total Bellas uh, parodies, <laughs> my favorite little detail was every time they had a transition in between locations, you heard this. Let's keep moving. John Cena recognized. <laughs> <laughs> so that was brilliant. Uh, but I also want to put over SmackDown. The best part of SmackDown, the best part of either show, I think, is talking smack. It mm. delivers consistently, mm -hmm. and it gives talent the chance to be a little bit more off the cuff. Yep. And you get their personality. And the Usos, who as we mentioned earlier, <laughs> are on a hot streak, and they came in spitting fire on Talking yeah. Smack. Let's listen. What you be working on it, Us? This right here is a pass. Uh, a hall pass. So what you looking like you don't understand what I'm saying. You know what a hall pass is, DB? Yeah. Talk to him. When you was in fifth grade, DB, uh -huh. talk to him. You would raise your hand. You'd be like, excuse me, ma'am, can I go to the restroom? She'd be like, yes, grab a pass, go to the restroom. You don't okay. go to the restroom. You run up and down the halls. You will stop at the class. You will wave at your homeboy. <laughs> what up, booze? And then the teacher will be coming down the hall. She'd be like, hey, you, principal's office, right now. You'd be uh -huh. like, nope. Hall pass. <laughs> I just want to point out, I love that the Usos' new gimmick is that they're both Axel Foley from Beverly Hills. Hall <laughs> <laughs> pass. Hall pass. Hall pass. <laughs> Anyway, go watch Talking Smack, people. We keep telling you about it. It's time. But that does it for Tights and Fights. We are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. This week, our hosts are Daniel Radford and Lindsay Kelk, along with me, Hal Lublin. Our producer is the winner of Lethal Leap Year's main event, Julian Burrell. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long at Facebook.com slash group slash Tights Fights and at Tights Fights on Twitter. And if you love the show, remember to hit those five stars on iTunes, share us with all your friends, and become a Max Fun member right now. The drive is on. We have a little bit over a week to go, and that is a great chance for you to get involved, get some gifts. We told you about it already. You're salivating. You're already reaching for your wallet, so go to the computer and donate right now. MaximumFun.org slash donate. We'll be back next week with another special Max Fun Drive episode and even more, you guessed it, wrestling. Tights and Bites Podcast. Tights and Bites. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.